Thanks for listening, you guys. I realize it's not easy. Charlie the dog and I have to listen to these two jokers every day. All right, what's going on, you guys? It's uh, the Ron and Don Show. Episode number 58. Thanks for stopping by. He's Ron. I am Don. And we are broadcasting live from the Ron and Don uh, studios. Gunner's here. Uh, of course, he's our station voice, my son. Yes, my he little. is. Nine-year-old uh, Charlie's running around here somewhere. And uh, we just want to thank everybody because a number of you, uh, we started talking about something called Glow FM last week, and we see a number of people in the Ron and Don Nation responding to this, which is awesome. We really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. If you've followed uh, podcasting or followed really anybody on YouTube now, there's an entire economy that is developing around user-supported content. And so, for instance, I have a couple uh, YouTube channels that I, I really like. A, a furniture maker is one of them. His name's Chris. And we've emailed back and forth. I really like his design. I really like his, his content. And so I can just send him a couple bucks a month uh, through uh, YouTube because just to say, hey, man, I like your stuff. You work really hard. I can tell that it's very difficult to do what he does and to put out the content that he does. And it's free to me. And so as a, as a, a show of thanks, I, I give him a couple dollars every month. And so that economy has really grown through sites like Patreon. And Glow FM is a local company here that's trying to do that same thing for people to do what we do, which is put out audio content. And so uh, they started this company. I went and visited them. It's a female-led company down in Pioneer Square. That's another thing that I really like. And so we had a meeting in their conference room. We said, hey, would you guys like to partner with us in the Ron and Don show to where we can reach out to the Ron and Don Nation, give them the opportunity to do user-supported content. And so that's what we're trying here. Uh, you can go to the show notes. You can go to Glow, G-L-O-W, glow.fm slash Ron and Don Radio. And you pick your amount. And you uh, say, hey, every month, guys, I, I enjoy what you do. You provide value to my life. Uh, maybe you make me think or make me laugh or some people just email me that we make them cry when they're driving, which they don't appreciate and that's on you. Mm. Uh, and so, uh, you know, and we want it for the price of a cup of coffee or a movie night. Uh, if you want to send that our way, it helps us to create the episodes to maintain all the different hosting things that we have to maintain and all of the bandwidth and all that stuff that it goes into getting this show out. Uh, that's where that money goes. Yeah, it's a way to support us, to push us out in the world, keep our voices out there and boy i tell you what almost two hundred fifty thousand spins now of the ron and don show the more this show gets spun the more money we can raise for charlie's dinosaur and other great cause radio that we know you care about and we care about too so five ten fifteen twenty dollars a month we really appreciate that if and jeff bezos is listening and wants to donate a million dollars a month <laughs> yeah. uh, i'm not going to say no real quick uh if people are driving right now they're not going to remember maybe glow.fm uh sign up for the newsletter how can you do you that you can just go to ron and don.com Click on the radio microphone uh, logo. It's right there at the top of that. Yeah. All right. Uh, coming up here in a few short minutes, we're going to talk about Tom Sizemore. I don't know if you remember him. Black Hawk Down. Great actor. Arrested once again for DUI, drug possession. And a lot of people, including the local police, the prosecutor, are like, what do we do with this guy? Is it an addiction issue or is it a criminal issue? Also, uh, Brad Pitt, is it true that he is now on Tinder, ladies. I he wonder is, if he gets swiped right on. Yeah. I <laughs> hey, guys, I didn't say grinder. I said Tinder. He uh, may be out on Tinder. And, of course, uh, a lot of people think that he and Jen are going to get back together, too. So before we get rolling here, I wanted to uh, talk about this today. Do you know Lilo 
Lilo Jones is yeah, the Olympic athlete, right? Yeah, very, she was very attractive, uh, brunette, of course, very fit. I believe she was a runner. Yeah. in the Summer Olympic Games, uh, maybe two Olympics ago, she yeah. was super super popular. Anyway, she came out recently and she talked to uh, Glenn Beck's organization. I think it's called the Blaze, and she said she made a big mistake a number of years ago uh, when she was getting ready to run in the Olympics, and she came out and said, "She said this. She said, you know what? I am a virgin." And as a result of that, she said, uh, years later now, she's having a hard time because I guess she's still a virgin. She's having a hard time finding anyone that would date her because she's at a point now where she'd like to get married. And she said, you can't get married if no one wants to date you. And she says, no one wants to date her because she's a virgin. She also said on top of this. Interesting. In the Olympics, she came in fourth place and there was a lot of hate that came her way on Twitter. And they said, if you would have gone out and you would have slept with somebody, evidently it increases a woman's hormones and you're supposed to be able to run faster. In fact, they used to say if you're an athlete, especially if you're a female athlete or a male athlete, that you shouldn't have any kind of intercourse before you go out and play. A lot of guys in the NFL used to believe that. And science has now looked at this and said, no, 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 that's not true. Uh, when you have intercourse, it actually releases How do you get to be positive on endorphins team? and hormones and everything else. Uh, and in the Olympics, it should make you run faster. And some people think, hey, you could have come in first or second and not fourth place if you were out messing around a little bit. Yeah, so. this was back. I remember now the story because there's all this media coverage on uh, the Olympic Village and how many condoms were going to be used and how many athletes are in there. And there was a bunch of stories along those lines. They asked her about it because she was considered one of the most attractive people was on all these magazine covers and so that's when she said those comments i think there's a couple things that you don't discuss or don't do in the public forum yeah. for for 99 of people one is dude that proposes to his fiance at a ball game okay always a bad idea that's a bad idea. you do not want to be in a jumbotron no put your fiance into that spot because she feels pressure to say yes even if she wants to say no it's just a recipe for disaster so restaurant maybe but ball game just leave that alone because that because if she if she wants to say no you you want you just, her yeah you want her to do you a favor and say no and just say no correct because if we get married and then two years from now you decide to say no uh, you've just taken half of everything uh, right. that we own together so bad idea and I've taken half of everything and then we had to go out and we had to pay all these attorneys and lawyers it's a bad idea and show up in court and everything else and why couldn't you just say no and you're like hey you idiots because you put me on a jumbotron and I felt a lot of pressure yeah right? the, the second one is people that does for no. No apparent reason discuss their sex life. So Lila Jones is one. I remember when uh, Russell Wilson, quarterback for the for the Seahawks, was discussing his his then girlfriend Sierra, yeah, who one of the sexiest women alive at the time, probably still is. She had a, a video out at the time which was extremely suggestive. Already a mom, she'd had a baby with Future Future Junior, who uh, now I think Russell Wilson, uh, you know, I don't know if he's adopted him or not, but a very cute kid. And so everybody me included, when they heard that story of him coming out and talking openly about how they were not going to have sex before marriage, how they are committed to this. Um, married to God. Is they're married they to God. Yeah, they're married to God. And then, Everybody, and then including they, me. And then they said they'd be married to each other. Like, so. Have you seen your your fiance have you seen the video she's done and so then it became a sport to do the the uh the math on when their first kid was made was was born because you're kind of going huh yeah, yeah. okay so let 
<laughs> nine months minus the date that you said this times the square root. Of, like, yeah. so I just think it's just a bad policy. Uh, I think to to discuss those things. Now, if you're in, if you're Doctor Ruth, or you're in that that business yeah. uh, of viewing like sex therapy or whatever, then maybe you talk about that in public. But there's no upside. To I made I made a I made I made a huge mistake when I was in high school. Just and one. I'm going to share some. I don't think I've ever <laughs> shared this before. Uh, and I'm going to share something with you. Uh, I was heading to the senior prom, and uh, I was a virgin heading to the senior prom. And I was kind of a popular kid, I think, in high school and a pretty good football player, pretty good student. And we went to a, you and I went to a really big high school. What, what was the student population of our high school? Oh, when you were there, it was probably f- over 4,000, over 4,000, 5,000. Yeah, I, I was in a graduating class. And you were among the, the top 10% of mullet, uh, mullets in all of the school. <laughs> I, I mean, was. you were party in the back, yeah. business up front, like nobody's. Yeah, and there were a couple captains on the football team, and I got lucky, and I, I happened to be one of those. And so I would go into this meeting every day uh, with my defensive coordinator, Coach Johns, Coach Jim Johns, and you knew Coach Johns. Of course. And my dad, had left when I was when I was younger and I kind of looked to coach Johns as kind of a kind of a, a great male figure and he's a great mentor and every once in a while I'd ask him uh, some advice and so we were having a meeting prom was coming around and so I, t- I I I hadn't I hadn't told anyone and all my friends had already but I had not and in and for me it was the same way with Lila Jones and also uh, with with Russell Wilson, it was for religious reasons. I was very very involved in the church, and I grew up in the church, and so I I was married to Jesus and all that stuff too. So I I, I went to Coach Johns and I just said, Hey, um, I'm going to prom, and this and, and don't say the name of the girl. I'm going, but I'm go, I'm I'm going with this girl, and she kind of she had she she dated some of the older guys when I was younger, and she kind of had a, a bit of a reputation around school and then I was beginning to feel some pressure from her that on prom night that this thing uh, was going to happen so backwards in my uh, 83 Chrysler Baron power windows locks mirrors and cruise control uh, all of it worked but it had a hell of an oil leak uh, so nonetheless I'm having this conversation with him and he starts laughing at me and he's like and he's, he's like well how long are you how long are you going to wait and I said, well, I plan on waiting till, till I get married. And he thought that this was the funniest thing uh, in the world. And I then see Coach John's he reached into his drawer and he pulled out a condom and he just handed it to me. And, and he said, you know, he said, Don, I think what you're doing is really great. And I understand that. And I'm with you and I support you. He said, but you never know. And so you just want to be ready. You just want to be prepared because you, you never know what can happen on prom night. It's a very, it's a, it's, it's a very magical night, right? It is kind of a magical night. So we go out onto the football field, and we're out there, and we're doing calisthenics. And Coach John decides with the whole football team, and we have a very big football team, he decides with the football team, there's only 70 guys out there, uh, that we are going to have a vote on whether we think that Don O'Neill will still be a virgin. Oh, nice. At the end of... And, and I I was flabbergasted that he was actually uh, taking this poll. So there was this huge poll with the football team. And... I might have been at that practice. The football team had voted that they didn't think that I would be a virgin at the end of prom because they also knew the girl I was dating and the reputation uh, uh, that she had, which was a very nice reputation. Which, if the teacher does that now, they get fired. They would. Yeah. Totally. So I'm, 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 
I'm walking around prom, and there's hundreds of kids at prom. And I'm with my date, and every time I turn the corner, there's somebody else coming up, shaking my hand, and handing me a condom. By the time prom was over, I think, and I, I'm, I'm, this is not embellishing, I think I had about 118 uh, condoms. So you were ready. My front pockets were full of condoms. My back, I, 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 was, I was ready to go. And what I found out is... Oh, we got to take a break? It's the Ron and Don Show, only on the Ron and Don Radio Network. I was just about to tell everybody what happened. Follow us on the social media platforms. Just search for Ron Upshaw or Don O'Neill. It's a new year, so it's time to get your rear in gear. When you're ready to sit down with the guys, just reach out by email, ron at windermere.com. Well, I want to thank uh, Nick, Erica, Anna, also Judy and Starlene. They're all part of the Ronadon Nation. They went out to glow.fm slash, is it Ronadon Radio? Yes, glow.fm, G-L-O-W dot F-M slash Ron and Don Radio. They gave us $10, $15, $20 a month and for the year 2020. We really appreciate that because it helps us to purchase some of the equipment and also... Uh, to make sure that we're able to get three shows on the air for you every Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. In fact, this is episode number 58. Can you believe that? Also, coming up this year, we have some great advertisers that used to be on Terrestrial Radio uh, that will be joining us, too. So we're really excited about that. And at the end of the day, we still make our money doing real estate. But if we can just raise enough money to maybe put a fourth show or a fifth show on the air each and every week, that allows us to do more cause radio and more cool things in the community. As the Ron and Don Show has had almost 250,000 spins, and it's only been around a couple months. So thanks to all of you guys for listening, and we're looking at uh, some of the listening habits of you, because we're able to look at some of the metrics of that, and the show is really popping right now, isn't it? Yeah, I appreciate everyone doing it. The thing that I find interesting is uh, you can see when folks will roll through two or three shows in a day, uh, which is, is great, because that, that's kind of what I do. I don't know why it surprises me, because that's how I listen. Like, if I'm listening to a Seth Godin podcast, like today, I, I went through three episodes, because it's been a while since I checked his channel, and you just sort of roll into the next one. So people are doing that, and, and we appreciate it. Yeah, it's hard, because in terrestrial radio, you can't really tell who's listening and when they're listening. You just It's kind of a guess. And here we can see the listening habits of people, and some people are going back now and listening to some of the Christmas episodes and listening to my son plays trumpet for the first time on Christmas. You should. He yeah. did all the custom bump music. Yeah. So it's very, very cool. Thanks for that. All this brought to you by Ron and Don. We are licensed realtors at Windermere. If you're ready for a Ron and Don sit down, it doesn't matter where you are on your real estate journey. We'd love to sit down with you. Just reach out to Ron, ron at windermere.com, and we'll set up a, a, a sit down with you. Tom Sizemore is an actor that I just, I've really followed over the years. And at times I feel sorry for, and then other times I'm like, wow. He's kind of one of those character actors that you yeah. don't really know his name necessarily, but you see him a lot. And you're like, oh, that guy. That guy, yeah. That guy. Yeah, you, you, you think of Black Hawk Down, and then when you see Tom Sizemore, you're like, oh, okay. He, he is Black Hawk Down when I think of that movie. He's been other, in other great movies, too. He dated Heidi Fleiss, uh, the madam from Las Vegas over the years. 
And we even interviewed him and Heidi one time. And he's also been on all the celebrity shows and celebrity rehab. Dr. Drew actually stopped doing a lot of those shows. And one of the reasons he stopped doing that show is I felt, I think he felt, and I don't know, I've never heard him talk about this, but I think he felt like maybe it was getting too personal and that they were using the lives and the tragedies of some of these people because some of these people actually end up passing away and dying that were on this show. And he was using the lives of addicts to create ratings, go out, create revenue. Uh, And I think at some point he must have pulled the plug on that and said, yeah, this is not something I want to be a part of. So Sizemore struggled pretty famously with substance. He has struggled a lot. uh, And he got in a DUI last year and a year before that. Every time he gets pulled over, not, not only does he get pulled over for DUI, but also for drug possession. And here's my question. What do you do? with someone like Tom Sizemore because Tom Sizemore is somebody who no doubt is, he is addicted. He is addicted to alcohol. And there are people, like in my life, I made a decision that I was going to stop drinking a number of years ago. And when I went and I talked to my therapist, she said, you know what? I don't think you're addicted to the chemical of alcohol. She said, but you sure uh, you sure have used that to numb yourself over the years when you're facing issues or you're facing problems in your life. And what she said is, let's take a six-month sabbatical if you want to, and let's see if your life is better. If it's worse or it's kind of the same. And I found by taking alcohol out that my life was actually better. I don't sit there, though, like Tom Sizemore does and just kind of jones for alcohol, right? And I think for him, he has this chemical connection to it. What do we do? With someone like Tom Sizemore, do you see him as a criminal? Do you see uh, he, he is a guy that's been given so many chances, uh, and you have seen him on Celebrity Rehab. He's been in, in and out of rehab his whole life, and at some point here, I'm just afraid he's going to kill somebody. He's hurt some people. He's gotten violent before. Uh, he's hit some ladies in the past. What do you do with a guy like that? Did you check with Gunnar and all that at this? What's up? Yeah, I got it, yeah. I got to record. I'll be there, okay? Okay. Let this plane go by. Okay. Thanks for asking. Do you need help or you got it? I'm good. Okay. So now this one to me, so this one to me is very interesting because you have behavior and then you have laws. And so if someone is using substance and they are breaking laws like a DUI, then I I believe in personal responsibility. I believe that people, there there are consequences to that. Uh, Especially like you said, if you're doing violence, if you hit somebody, uh, if you are just out there driving around uh, inebriated, then yeah, you are making irresponsible decisions. I also believe though, that if somebody wants to drink themselves to death and they aren't harming other people, I mean, even though their family members and their loved ones are going to be harmed by that psychically, that you, you kind of have the right to do that. Like you have the right to be irresponsible. You have the right in America to make bad decisions. You have the right to be a miserable drunk. If you want to be a miserable drunk or do, you know, any of those things that that's within the realm. And so I, I find this to be an interesting conundrum because it happens all the time. There've been people here locally uh, that have been arrested 
arrested seven, eight, nine, ten times for DUI, and then they kill somebody in a crosswalk. And you're like, oh, why Why was that person still behind the wheel of a car? And it's like, well, they, the law told them to do X, Y, and Z, and they just ignored it. So I think that, to me, I want to destigmatize substance abuse in the sense that I don't think Tom Sizemore is a bad human being because he struggles with alcohol. He could be a bad human being because he's making bad decisions mm. and his behaviors can be bad, but it's, you're sort of begin to thin slice at this now. And, and the more I've known people with substance abuse, the more that I've interacted with people with substance abuse, most of them understand what's happening. Hmm. Most of them, from my experience, have a self of uh, a sense of self-loathing, and they beat themselves up more than anyone else could beat them up. They get it. Uh, the people that I know that have been down this road, they don't need someone coming in and telling them, you know what? You shouldn't drink so much. Like they know that. Mm. You know what? You know your life's your life's not as good as when you're when you're drunk all the time. They know that. They know all of that. Most of them, uh, from again, my experience, already get it. And if they could stop, they would stop. And, and so I think there's a, a, a level of compassion that uh, we can afford folks like this. And then again, when I flip that coin over, though, dude, if you're drinking and driving and you're getting DUIs yeah. or you're, you're prone to violence. Incredible. Uh, I've known some people that when they drunk got really mean and belligerent. And it's like, you are not a good person after X number of drinks. And, you know, th that to me, can I force them to change? And can I get them in a bear hug and make them make better decisions? No. And so in, in a lot of ways, uh, you know, the old AA thing is really true. If, if Until someone hits rock bottom... There's not a lot you can do. I mean, I guess you could incarcerate someone. It's not going to change and he, them. And he's been incarcerated. Yeah. And you would you would think, because your movie career is on the line here, and it's cost him big, big parts in the past, and you would think, yeah, I'm going to get out of my phone. I'm going to get an Uber, get a Lyft. Uh, even if I'm going to struggle with alcohol, I'm going to go out and drink. You think you would still make that decision. I, I, have, a, I have a friend. He's a pretty famous musician around here. I'm not going to say his name, but you would know him. And... It, He's real interesting because, like, in his house with his wife, there is no alcohol. She likes to drink champagne once in a while. She will go out, drink champagne, but they don't allow it in the house because for him, if he sees it, then he starts jonesing for it. When he goes out to a restaurant, they call ahead and they make sure that they have a room. And in that room, if they're going to have a birthday party, whatever it is, uh, they make sure that there's going to be no alcohol uh, in that room. He's been out gigging forever, so anytime that he walks into a bar, there's kind of a connection with that. So he won't play in a bar anymore. He'll go play in an arena somewhere or play in an auditorium, but he's not going to step up and play in a bar because it triggers something for him. And he's like, you know what? My brain, my brain, there are train tracks. Uh, you talk about neuroscience and the train tracks in our brain. Those train tracks have been running for so long when it comes to that alcohol addiction. And he said for him, it's just, he can't do it. He can't do it, doesn't want to do it. Uh, you'll never see him walk into a liquor store down the liquor aisle. Uh, even stopping by a 7-Eleven for him is a no-go because he used to stop by a 7-Eleven all the time when he's done gigging on his way home and uh, he would pick up alcohol that way. So I really feel for someone that is so gifted like Tom Sizemore and at the same time, when you decide to get violent with people or you decide to jump in a car versus hit the lift button, 
I don't feel sorry for that guy. I just don't. It's the Ron and Don Show, only on the Ron and Don Radio Network. We come back in one minute. Is it true that Brad Pitt is on Tinder? Look at And I thought he was going out with Jennifer Aniston. What is going on here? It's Ron and Don. See you on the other side of this. Hey, everybody. It's the Ron and Don Show. Hey, do you need some great real estate agents? Consider Agent Ron and my dad, Agent Don. All right, if you could hang out with a, a star for just one day, it's uh, the Ron and Don Show, only on the Ron and Don Radio Network, uh, episode number 58. Thanks for listening, you guys. We appreciate it. Uh, let's talk Man Crusher. Let's talk superstar. Let's talk man crush. Let's talk a movie star. Uh, I already and, got mine. And a lot of times people ask me, and we were talking about virginity before, and then I got cut off because I was going to tell you about what happened when I was eighteen. And yeah, Chrysler Baron, and then and then boom, you said we had to move on. So hopefully we'll get to that in episode time 59. out. You did not have a Chrysler Baron. You had a really bad truck. It was a yellow. Tr- I remember this truck. No, it was the Chrysler Baron, and then the Nissan truck. Oh, this is pre prom. Yeah, yeah, you had a yellow truck when Nissan. you made your own roll bar that had so many sharp edges on it you You're could wrong. kill your. Yourself. That was a red Jeep truck. So, oh, okay. Yeah. So the Nissan, the Jeep, Chrysler Baron. I had a lot going on. Uh, which, That's what happens when you buy $800 cars. You go through them relatively quickly. Hey, you, you know you know what, though? I bought them. Right. No, no one ever bought me a car, pal. I mean, uh, I and I told I'm you. I'm just this, saying, but when your cars are 800 you sort of go, okay, it's $600 to repair you're, this you're, engine. You're 15 years old. That's what you can afford when you're Maybe getting Maybe just buy another $800 $3.25 an hour at first cafeteria. Yeah, it's it, it, $800 okay, so is man a lot. Crush. Back, lack of Who's your man crush? Uh, and, and people often ask me, they're like, hey, if there's a woman. Like in Hollywood, that you could like date or sleep with, right? And I don't, I don't think like that. I don't. It's, it's not that I don't love women, or I wouldn't. I, I just, I don't, I don't. You gotta have your celebrity crushes I, on I, both sides. I don't, I, I, I don't. Wonder Woman's I, mine I right now. I think it might be Jennifer Aniston. Still? Yeah. Really? I okay. think it's her, and this is the reason I love her. She filled in for Ellen this week. She did a great job filling in for I've Ellen. I've had good reviews on the new Apple Morning Show. Well, you know what I didn't know is that the Ellen set is the same set as the Friends set. And, ah. and if you go on a tour, uh, the friend set, uh, and I think it's called Old Perks or Perks or whatever, the coffee shop, that coffee shop is still there. So when she was filling in for Ellen this week, she was filling in, but she was filling in on the friend set. Nice. And uh, people were coming by and she was jumping out from behind the couch, the people that were on the tour, and she was scaring the hell out of them, which I love. Ellen loves the scare thing. No, well, it wasn't Ellen. It was Jennifer. Jen- no, but she loves it on the show. Ellen was gone. I get it, but so there, it's a bit on the show. It made me love her even more. And I still wouldn't sleep with her because I still may be a, 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 a virgin. We don't know. Right. Because again, I wasn't able to, to finish my Can story. Can you introduce me to your nine-year-old again? Here's the thing though here's the <laughs> you might be adopted here's the here, here here's the thing is i don't want to get in brad's way i don't want to get over i don't want to get in brad's way and i tell you what nobody was hurt more than i was when angelina jolie and brad and things went sideways he's on the plane he's drinking maybe took a swing at that little uh little kid who's grown up to be a big kid at maddox i think and since then, he said, you know, I'm, I'm going to stop drinking. I'm going to paint. I'm going to change my life. So he's done all that. And now he's been in two big movies this year. I just went and saw the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. He looks great. Wasn't he great? And he takes his shirt off. He's like 55 years old. It yeah. Fantastic. He was fantastic. He was great in that movie. I, lo- I love that movie. I went and saw it over in uh, West Seattle with a friend of mine. Love, love, love that movie. Anyway, my understanding, and I've been following this very closely. She had a birthday party, and guess who who's showed she? up? Jennifer, uh, and Jennifer Angel- Aniston just Angelina. had a birthday party. All right, guess who showed up? 
Uh, Angelina Jolie. Brad was there. Brad Pitt. Brad okay. showed up. He was there. He he got there early, and he was one of the last guests to leave. Is what I was reading. Because Jennifer in touch. just broke up with her fiance. No, that she? was a couple of years ago. I don't follow it as closely. And as you he do. was actually at Thanksgiving with her. Her yeah. her old husband was there. At th- I mean, how do how do people All do these that? Gwyneth Paltrow goop people. Is that what it is? Together. I mean, I don't how, get do you, it. how do you how do you do that? She invited him. I don't do that. And then and then Brad. I mean, they think about what happened with him. And he was on the uh, the uh, set, and he meets Angelina Jolie. He's married to Jennifer Aniston at the time, and evidently starts cheating. This is like ten years ago, and then he ends up having like twenty nine kids with Angelina Jolie. And I'm a little confused about whose kids are where and where they are right now. I'm not sure, but nonetheless. I'm kind of rooting for him, and I'm kind of rooting for him to get back together with her, and I feel like on this one, I need to get out of the way a little bit. Oh, so you had a chance with Jennifer Aniston? I think I would. I Like, when I look at me, and I look at my sensibilities and kind of what I'm into, I just, I think we would have... I. You should I, go on the tour, the Ellen tour. I've been totally you, you, you should meet her. I've been totally thinking about this. In fact, our friend Mike was here the other day. He has a Westphalia business. You know I love Westphalia. They used to sell Westphalia. They used to restore Westphalia. I'm thinking about renting one of his Westphalias. I'm going to head down to California. I'm going to go to the Ellen show. Hopefully, while I'm there, I'll be able to uh, visit the friend set. Who knows? Maybe I'll sit on the couch, and then boom, Jennifer Aniston will jump out, and and we could have this this connection. But but I don't, I don't want to her block Brad because he has been I, over. I, I think Brad has any problems. He has been over to her house a number of times now, and then he all every time he wins an award this year, they're in the same room together. They're in the same room, and now he's teasing her a little bit, and he's talking. So he's not on Tinder. He, I think he is, and Did I think he's the- on Tinder, and I think he's trying to make her jealous. Did which you is see pretty- the Sharon Stone story? Which is pretty smart. Sharon Stone had opened a Bumble profile. That's right. It got reported so many times that they pulled it off. She went on her official Twitter page That's awesome. and took a screenshot of it. Yeah. Bumble, which was a female-led company, reached out to her and reinstated the profile. She was actually using. Uh, she was actually using Bumble. Yeah. So good for Sharon. Yeah, good for Sharon. So she's back on now, I think. How else are you going to date? So Sharon may end up dating Brad, and then I may have, have a chance to jump for him. So. I don't think Brad would date Sharon. So. Why is it? Why? why and, and I know we got to go. Why haven't they rebooted the Friends show yet? Because all the Friends oh, said, no. we'll never reboot the show. Don't and, reboot it. And that, but they're all saying now they're going to reboot the show. I, you know what? Maybe they will. I don't know why. I don't understand how any of that stuff works. No. All I know is they're making a bank load of money. Yeah. Uh, and they, I, I say let sleeping dogs lie. When it was all said and done, all of them were making, uh, was it $300,000 an episode? No, they're making like over a million an episode each, for the each, final, each person in each, the final season. All six of them. Absolutely. Wow. Anyway. All right, Brad, if you're listening. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you some time. I'm here. sure he'll appreciate. You know that. what? It's your year. You had a couple good movies, and I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you some Leonardo space here. Leonardo DiCaprio was so good in that movie. He was great. Oh, they, they make a great duo. Yeah, I loved it. I thought it was very good. And then at the the end of that movie, Oof. is the best. Got away from him. <laughs> like, I did not see that coming. It's a little bit kooky. Anyway, tell everybody about the Ronadon sit down. Uh, Ronadon, of course, this is all brought to you by Ronadon. We are licensed brokers at Windermere. We've been sitting down with a lot of you in the Ronadon Nation. It doesn't matter where you are in your real estate journey. If you're a first time home buyer, you're thinking about investing, like Josh, we sat down with him the other day, or you're like Katie and you're like, you know what? I'm in my 60s now. 
I'm getting ready to downsize here, and I have this house in Seattle, and I want to go ahead and sell, but what can I buy? her text? She says she's at 39 and holding. Who? It's Katie. She's 39? 39 and holding. Oh, her age. Right. Oh, good for her. You never say a woman's age. Good for her. Anyway. We had a great con- email, Ron at uh, Windermere.com. We yeah. would love to be a part of your team for 2020. Yeah. So, Ron and Don, sit down and we'll uh, come to you or you can come to us. All right. Hey, thanks for listening to the Ron and Don Show. Thanks for going to glow.fm slash Ron and Don Radio, giving us $10, $15, $20 to support the show this year, each and every month. We appreciate you guys. It'll keep us on the air. And who knows? Maybe we can push it to four episodes or five episodes and then keep doing a lot of cause radio here. And also, we're going to say welcome to a couple of our advertisers that we have to use, use to have on Terrestrial Radio as they join us in 2022. All right? You keep your head up, your shoulders back. Thanks for stopping by. And uh, here's my son to say goodbye to all you guys. We'll see you next time for episode number 59. Why wouldn't we? Page G. Force O'Neill, the brains of this operation, and the voice of the Ron and Don show. Well, that's it. Show's over. We'll see you next time on the Ron and Don Radio Network.